Hey everybody, it's Chris Marshall of the Payne Street Team, and it's time for another edition of Payne Auto Talk, powered by PayneAutoGroup.com. Let's get after it. And today with us here on Payne Auto Talk is Mr. Craig Blackwell. How you doing, sir? Great. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing all right. Now, we've been trying to do this for a while, and you are such a busy man because you are the poobah, the honcho, the tip of the spear for commercial and fleet for Payne Auto Group. Well, thank you for that. It's maybe a little bit more important than it, than it needs to be. But, uh, yeah, we're busy on a constant level all the time. Yeah, and uh, I believe uh, the stats and numbers, if memory serves me correct from about a few years ago, South Texas, our region of Texas, is the third largest growing part of the Lone Star State, but also we're like top 10, maybe top five in the country for development, uh, business growth, and that means people need vehicles for commercial and fleet, and this is your wheelhouse. Yeah, we've we've gone on about two years now with the new program. Uh, We definitely have a plan in place to be the largest in South Texas. Uh, We're blessed to have all three OEMs here in Westlaco, so we represent Ford, Chevrolet and the Chrysler product or Ram. Awesome. Uh, so that's good. We have multiple points across the valley, so we can service all our needs from Brownsville to Rio Grande City. Um, that is our goal to you know touch everybody. And it's not just uh, it's not just vans and stuff. I mean, y'all do it everything. Oh no, we'll do everything. We'll do small fleets, uh, pharmaceutical reps, pharmaceutical companies, uh, home health care agencies, um, anything that typically has three to five units in our fl- in their fleet we we touch on so three three vehicles counts as a fleet oh yeah so, absolutely so it doesn't have to be like 20 no know? no 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 matter of fact most of our small businesses less than 10 units yeah and it's so, mom and pops right yes absolutely much like uh what's that edible arrangements right that's they got those uh vans they're small with a uh, ram pro master cities that's yes. what they're called yeah mm-hmm. and and that's the thing i'm i'm trying to remember all these brands and and models and subtypes and that's that's your wheelhouse but uh yeah vans i know for commercial and fleet are traditional like Ford yes. econo line has been was it 50 something years right and then they re- uh, transitioned to the ford transit mm-hmm. which is a cab four design or a front wheel drive design instead of on a ch- truck chassis mm-hmm. so it's a little bit easier to maneuver especially in the urban setting yeah and they are and they have v6s too yes Right. Great fuel economy. And great power, too. <laughs> especially on our open road. They have different configurations now. They have mid, low roof, mid roof, high roof, uh, different lengths. So it meets all of the customer needs. Um, most popular model probably is a 159 wheelbase. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit more. Uh, so 159 stated. inch. Correct. Yeah. So they, it fits more cargo. I got you. Uh, in their area. You know, it depends on what their business needs are. We. Upfit them with shelving HVAC units as far as plumbers and electricians. Uh, we do refrigeration units. We've mm-hmm. sold a couple of those recently. Uh, yeah, there's so many w- different scenarios that you can do in a uh, upfit a van. And even the pre-owned ones that come in, like a pre- uh, Edinburgh uh, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, they had a full-size Transit. Correct. And it had a, a bench seat in the back and it had a little bit of uh insulation in there mm-hmm. and of course the the ac i remember we did a video on that uh, shout out to uh gabriel trevino over there and uh it, i was sitting there going wow i said this is a pre-owned unit 
low mileage, and that's also y'all's wheelhouse too. And uh, and when we say upfit, that means like the accessories and stuff, Correct. right? Right. And as new car inventory still is a challenge, mm-hmm. especially on the commercial side, we have to source as many vehicles as possible. So mm-hmm. selling pre-owned vans is a big piece of our business. Um, we sell on average eight to ten pre-owned units a month. Just wow. in the van segment. Just in the vans. So wow. that's uh, it, and it meets a need. Typically, you've already taken the depreciation, so it's a little bit mm-hmm. lower cost, entry cost to get into one of these vans for, for the small business. So we try to provide something for everybody for and, sure. And they're getting banged for the buck on this. Absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. And also, if they like any other vehicle, if it's under uh, what do you call it? It's still under warranty. Right. That's even a plus. But even And you all have the financing for business stuff too, right? Yeah, specialize in commercial financing. We have commercial um, uh, extended warranties. You know, So we can always go up to like 125,000 miles on on a vehicle. So if it's out of warranty, the customer knows that they have security for an additional 75,000 miles. Dang, man. 125K. That's wild. Yeah. Man, most people are done with their lease, right. you know, at what thirty or forty thousand. Right, if they're like doing fifteen k a year. Absolutely fantastic. So we got vans, but also the smaller cars. Like, let's say if somebody mm-hmm. uh, did hybrids and stuff, y'all can do that stuff too. Uh, absolutely, a lot of the cities we do a lot of city business and municipalities. Mm-hmm. They've they're going to be on the cusp of trans, uh, transitioning to EV units or mm-hmm. hybrid units. So you'll have your traditional ICE engine or your gas engine mm-hmm. units, but as the municipalities transition to uh, hybrid units and or EV units, that's where we'll play a major role with it. All three OEMs are really getting into the, into the EV yeah. market. The government's going to push it, yeah. so the municipalities and the cities are going to be the ones that transition first. I figured so, like city halls or start putting up those kiosks. You're right. And that's, and that's one thing, like the uh, electric vehicles, I know they come with something that plugs into the wall here. Right. But also at home, you can, y'all do those kiosks too, right? Sure. We can, we can help accommodate, put a rapid charger in any, any, any home. Most of the EV units that come out now have a 110 and then a 220 conversion. Mm-hmm. Uh, cable on it so you yeah. can plug into a standard outlet okay it'll be like a trickle charger it'll take a long time yeah or you can plug into the bigger ones like a washer and dryer mm-hmm. plug that's a 220 uh and that can plug in and it'll it'll charge a lot more quickly or more quickly than a 110 for sure and but the kiosk are they running on that 220 volts or they're they running have to... you, you have to have your own circuit and you're running on wow. a 220 so it's its own breaker box yes or not mm-hmm. ah mm-hmm. but the cost to benefit ratio to if you're doing it on your own or home and fleet, so imagine that uh, next to the kids' basketball. That's right. right. There you got your kiosk right there. That's right. Some unknown, some unknown person comes in there and starts charging up on your property. <laughs> they, um, they say on average because you charge on off-peak hours, so mm-hmm. the electric com- company will actually uh, prorate or compensate you for charging at off-peak oh. hours. Um, Which is that, the evenings, right? Right. So you're going to be from the 10 to 6 a.m. 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. So that eight-hour window will be your peak charging times, mm-hmm. and that will run you about $3 a day to wow. charge your vehicle. So in comparison to gas consumption, it's a it's a deal. And also the, with the warranty, that extended warranty that goes to, like let's say, 125K, like what you mentioned, 125,000 right. miles, that also covers the battery and all that yes. kind of jam. Wow. <laughs> and those that, are expensive. Yeah, that's and that's the big thing. People are, you know, I know the electric thing is, off to a it's a rolling start i know that right right um infrastructure will come 
Yeah. Uh, we probably are a little bit behind mm-hmm. the curve as far as instru- infrastructure is concerned. And that's just really the dynamic of the territory that we live in. We're open space. We're not yeah. urban. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you urban know, places, they, they got them like bike racks. Right. It's like bam, 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 bam. You know, so we need range. And yeah. right now, the technology isn't there to have extended range mm-hmm. uh, on the EV units. Um, even the extended range units are about 350 miles. So that's basically just getting you from here to San Antonio on one charge. Then you have to stop and charge everything like that. Yeah. Once they get into the four or five, 600 mile range, that's when you'll see uh, really the transition of traditional ICE engine people mm-hmm. transition into EV units because they can be confident that they're not going to run out of power. Yeah, that's the big question people ask me. They go, can this make it to San Antonio? Right. And it's I'm always asked that. So it's like, I guess San Antonio is the metric now. It, it, it is. And, you know, and the only select vehicles will. You'll have to stop in the Loves and George West like everybody sees where there's a rapid charger. Yeah. So, you know, pay your X amount of dollars and get, you get a 15-minute charge. Yeah, and I've seen also it's um, with... People, people ask, well, not seen, but I've heard, like, people ask me, well, why is it only that far? And I tell them, it's a giant battery pack. Right. So if you're running the AC, you got the stereo cranking, especially if it has a subwoofer. Right. And every cell phone you're connected to with Bluetooth and charging up, that's going to drain from that main battery. It's, right. It's uh, not, uh, it's, yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not the diehard. It's not the 12 volt anymore. No, 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 no. It, it will drain quickly. And especially, you know, the more load, say, mm-hmm. if it's your, like on the Ford side, we have our e-transit van, which mm-hmm. is a cargo van. Yep. Uh, and it's fully electric. The range on it is about 160 miles. Okay. But once you put a load on it, meaning any yep. cargo. Yep. Or pulling a trailer. Or yep. pulling a light-duty trailer, anything mm-hmm. like that, it's going to decrease your power mm-hmm. and your range, ultimately. But, but now with uh, the performance side of the house and talking, uh, shout out to Isaac Contreras over here with our Pain Digital. He's a fellow motorhead, and he even told me that in Formula One, they're starting to use the electric stuff along with the internal combustion engine, the right. ice, the traditional engines we have. And so I'm thinking the racing stuff is going to help with battery development, motor development for the EV stuff. And hopefully that will transfer over into the big cargo stuff because if they can make them go fast and last a long time, it's going to be great for carrying a load. <clears throat> Tesla's been really good as far as being on the forefront, as mm-hmm. far as battery development. Um, the segment that's really going to push it is once they transition to hydrogen, as oh. far as the source of, of the batteries. That's going to give you a lot more power, and it's going to give you a lot longer range. Um, the trucking industry, I think, is going to be the leader of that because you can't have an over-the-road truck, an 18-wheeler, you know, only have 300-mile radius. They, yeah. chew, they chew that up in a couple of hours. Oh, yeah. Peterbilt's so, and Kenworth, are, they're right. out there, you know, burning dinosaur bones. Right. And that's the big thing of, can my truck haul this load of lettuce from here to there or those? Uh, right. D- well, people don't even buy DVD players anymore. It's all no, streaming now. But, no. you know, you get you know, all those flat screens got to go to Montana or, right. or Minnesota. So, how you know, 300-mile range, 150-mile range ain't going to cut it. It doesn't cut it. So, they're going to have to get those up to 800 to 1,000 miles. Yeah. Um, and... That way they can be DOT compliant, everything like that. But uh, that's when you'll see this dynamic shift. Yeah, and then for y'all in commercial and fleet on a local and municipal, well, a regional basis, that's going to be awesome mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And like these upfits, I was at our uh, pre-owned McAllen store a while back, and there was a 
Transit or a ProMaster van, and the door was open. I saw a guy sitting in a like a, a desk, you know, mm-hmm. an office chair, and he had all these drawers and slots, and he was the key maker. Right. He was the key master, and I said, hey, can I look in your rig? And he goes, sure. And I'm just looking in there at all the stuff y'all can put in there. Right. And especially with, uh, like, STC is a trade school, these two-year sure. trade schools with HVAC, plumbing, and, you know, electrical. And I'm just sitting there going, you know, it's your whole business contained in one vehicle. Well, that's the plus side of using us or coming to see us. We have, you know, seven dedicated certified commercial salespeople that here. Um, we have all the OEMs. We have upfitted vehicles here on the on premise. Oh, turnkey accessories. Yes, ready to go. You're or ready a, to a go. blank slate. Yes. Wow. Either either way you want it. Uh, that's the key to a successful commercial department. Um, we get feedback from our customer base. We're obviously pretty present in the in the market, so we see what people are using, see what people are driving. Uh, for plumbers and HVACs, we know exactly what they may mm-hmm. want, so we stock that. So it can be turnkey. If they have a unit go down, they need something immediately, oh, yeah. we have it. Um, if they don't and they want to build something, we can build anything they want. Yeah, those we, roof racks, like carrying pipes right. and, and spools of wire and all that kind of jazz. I, I didn't know. It's like, you know... Barbie for boys, and you know, <laughs> I've heard that term used before. And uh, but I know that both men and women are out there getting after it in these commercial vehicles, right? And how now maintenance is another thing, right? Now, I know we're uh, our General Motors side of the house, they've got a new facility in there, correct? And, and we're excited about that going on. And I heard rumblings and grumblings, you know, because from my area of the totem pole, and I heard that it's com- very high up there. Oh, wow, yeah, well. I will say this. I heard rumblings about commercial and fleet getting their own service bays yes. at some of our dealerships. And I'm going, oh, this is going to be fun. So because we are the largest commercial entity in South Texas, and each one of our OEMs has their own commercial line. So we are uh, we have our CVC center that we're going to be uh, commercially certified and Ford. We are business elite as far as General Motors is concerned, and we have Business Link on the Ram side or the Stellantis side. So all three of them, we do have dedicated commercial uh, mechanics. Mm -hmm. Um, And we also make sure, because we know that if a vehicle's in the service shop, it is downtime. Downtime is money when you're considered, uh, when you own that vehicle and it's not out there making you money, where you're not able to utilize everything that's in it. Uh, so we know the importance to the small business owner to turn that vehicle as fast as possible. So we do have dedicated techs. We do have dedicated diesel mechanics. We do have dedicated service advisors. And then we're here as a support staff on the sales as well. Man, you got it all. Yeah. And then uh, I know on the Ford side of the house, we even have our mobile service van. And that that's is even, correct. And that's going to help with commercial and fleet too. It does uh, a lot, especially for the blended fleets. It's not mm-hmm. specifically to Ford, although that's their primary mm-hmm. focus. But blended fleets is anybody that has, they have a F- Chevrolets, they mm-hmm. have F-150s, they have 1500s, they have Rams in it. These mobile service units can service all of those. Most of the, most of the, maintenance work or war- and warranty work is light yep. you know 
but we do have the capability um, coming soon to be able to do brake jobs, tire tire repairs, tire changes. So anything like that can be done on site as well. Yeah, I was about to say uh, with these vehicles loaded up, it must be he double hockey sticks that are on brakes. Yeah, they almost to be doing brakes a lot. Yes, yes. Wow. Yeah, and uh, of course tires too. I mean, right. it's. I mean, you look at that as like a. I hate to say a sacrificial item. You know, you're going to get your use out of tires and brakes. Right. But man, it's. It's like where do we go from here? <laughs> I'm and I'm wondering is the mobile service van going to have its own trailer? You know, that's. Uh, Y'all, y'all work on that? It could. Oh, I mean, you know, it could, especially if you're getting into some uh, other heavier jobs. Yeah, especially to... like with a lot of tire changes. Right, right. Like it's like, hey, can y'all come change the tires on all these vehicles and you got to pull a trailer that looks like a race racing car right, rig. right. So is that going to happen? Uh, <laughs> don't, th- we don't th- uh, say no to many ideas. All righty. Cool. Well. I'm not looking for a nickel every time it happens, but right. with that, I'm, I just like, you know, if it's a big machine and I'm a motorhead, like the aforementioned Isaac and the other members of the crew that, uh, we're always curious. And, right. uh, it, uh, I know what it's like Are y'all, now on y'all's vehicles, uh, like our, our Ford mobile service van, you know, we have our stickers on the side, just mm-hmm. paint commercial and fleet have their own logo and stuff on the side. I well, mean, I know the, the customer has their own logo and they get right. their stuff wrapped, but I mean, when commercial fleet goes out, I mean, you've got your business hack. Like yeah. We, yeah. we have our branding that we, we do use, you know, um, nothing specific as far as a wrapped vehicle or mm-hmm. anything like that, but, uh, we do have signage here awesome. at the mall. Uh, and at multiple points out there. One thing that is gives us an advantage of being across, like I said, the entire Rio Grande Valley, is that we can stage some of our commercial vehicles in multiple points, uh, either be new or pre-owned. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be a new Ram that um, we can post out in Rio Grande City. Yeah, Rio, uh, uh, Ford and, and uh, the Blue Oval. Yeah, the Blue Oval and, and, and the Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram are out there. Yeah. Right. So, you know, a vehicle that's not typical to that marketplace, mm-hmm. we can transition it over there for exposure. I got you. Rio Grande City is a great market that we're going to be tapping into. Oh, yeah, Farm and Ranch. But, yeah. man, they're, they're on the grow, too. They man. are. They are. If anybody hasn't been out to Rio Grande City, been there twice recently. So, yeah, yeah surprised. It's yeah, it's going on, man, yeah. big time. Surprising. In Brownsville, I know we have Port of Brownsville, right? And now with SpaceX, that's huge. And we're and we're waiting on the launch. I mean, yes, I know. Like, Supposedly tomorrow. We'll now, see. Was it tomorrow or today? I think it's Thursday, the twentieth. Okay, today's Wednesday. Sometimes yeah. I forget what day it is. Right. But uh, so tomorrow, Thursday is the big rocket launch. Hopefully, and, it won't get scrubbed. Yeah, no joke. And Mr. Musk, if you need uh, rocket parts hauled, we have commercial and fleet vehicles. That's to help right. Out with that, maybe. I want to see one of those engines. That would be cool if one of them rocket engines fit in the back of a transit or something. That'd be cool. (laughs) Hey, man, we'll haul it. That may be a little bit too big. Um, Well, I want to see how big it is. Right. Then you got guys like Isaac down the hall here. He'll want to hook it up to the truck and go, let's see how fast it goes. That's right. Cool. So you've been in this commercial. You've been in. You've been in the business a while. I have. I started in uh, 1994 in the auto industry. So. Uh, spent a few years in Austin after school oh, okay. um, at a dealership, then transitioned to Enterprise Rent-A-Car, where oh, I worked wow. for 18 years. Wow. At, and that was in the fleet and uh, mark, remarketing division. So helped start South Texas as far as that, that division is concerned for Enterprise. Spent 18 really good years there. Then did a few things afterwards um, since two, 
2015 to 2019, did a few extra things, and then 19 I started here at the Auto Group. Wow! So it's it's a great run. Which and what got you into cars? Like what what started? Uh, Dad was always always in it. Oh. And, you know, once the golden handcuffs kind of go on, they kind of <laughs> they kind of never go off. So yeah, tell us about that, Austin and Mark. Yeah, you know how it goes. so you just <laughs> it's in your blood and you go. Cool. What was your first car? 78 Firebird. Are you serious? Oh, Firebird, Firebird or Trans Am? No, it was a Firebird. Oh, okay. Bought it, shaker. Bought it for $800. God. So it was good. Did you have the mustache? I did not. <laughs> oh, man. I was only in eighth grade. Oh, in eighth grade and you mm-hmm. bought a car. You must have worked your butt off. My dad was in the business. It was easy. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that was the first one. So you grew up around it? Always. And did Always. Dad have you pushing the broom out there in the bay? The uh, yeah, whenever he can get away with it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, child labor laws. What's yeah, exactly. That? We're, we're family. Yeah, no. no. I'm, I'm teaching my kids something. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. But that was, that was my first one. We ran through a bunch of different cars. Cool. Always traded. Favorite one was, uh, I think, an 81 Baby Blue Cutlass Calais. Oh, wow. Stick shift, two-door. Cutlass, yeah, Oldsmobile. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, was it? Wait a minute. And what your model uh, car was that? Eighty one. Okay, so that was the the boxy right. one, yeah, like uh, like Harry Gant and them. Yeah, back there in the NASCAR days. <laughs> I'm dating myself. I know. No, no, no. It's cool. But, it's. I tell you what. And so, and where you? You're not originally from here. I am. You born, are from here. Born and raised. Yep. All righty. And so, you were in Austin for a while. Yeah, I lived in Austin for seven years, and then moved back in the ninety. Late 90s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then you did that thing I did. You got married and you had a bunch of daughters. Right. You have three of them. That's all right. I it's, know, man. They, they, they keep us busy. Oh, I'm for bet. sure. Yeah, especially uh, the oldest. Katie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Katie's. She's, she's a musician, too. And we've uh, we've done a little bit of business there. Collaborated and, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, collaborated. And she's up there in Nuevo York. She's up yep. there in New York. She's still up there doing her thing. She is. She is. Cool. Yeah, she has her first... Uh, uh, performance at the end of the month, so it's good. It's a awesome. big one. Yeah, she's in a in a deal in a show. Cool. So is she playing or is she no? Just it's it's just... acting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, she's a lady of all seasons. Yeah. Yeah. So. Awesome. And uh, so the the other girls, they don't want to go into the car business. Do no. They? Well, I don't know. My middle one might. Really? Yeah. She's she's pretty entrepreneurial. So cool. She might train her up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ca- it's a take your daughter to work day. Yeah, we're no, gonna, that's always good. We did some invoices here. <laughs> All right, and your missus, she uh, she she's she doing good. Does well. We live in McAllen. She's also from McAllen originally, so that's wow. good. We met in college actually, and never knew each other through high school. I went to different high schools, but yeah, never knew each other. I know how that goes. Um, and y'all go to college in Austin. Uh, yeah, we first started here at Pan Am and then I got, did the transfer and now yes. that's part of the UT system Yes, and UTRGV were, were teamed up with them. Yes. As a matter of fact, we've delivered two units. Well, we have a contract with them as far yeah. as on the loaner aspect of it. And then, uh, several of their departments, we've delivered two new vehicles that they purchased and we're working on six other departments Wow, for them. So yeah, we have a great partnership with UTRGV. Yeah, that talk about educational programs that have mm-hmm. I'll, I'll use the word exploded. Oh yeah, for sure. Man, they I mean, my dad went to quote unquote Pan Am right. back in the day and they said, Oh, it's now U T R G V and I'm like, Wow, that's quite an acronym. Yeah. And they're 
like they had the top one of the top like their baseball program right. was rocking and I missed a game. I was gonna go and I missed a game. No, it's fun. It's fun. They cool. they they have a good environment over there. They've done really well and then with football on the cusp of launching yeah. in two years, I mean that's exciting. Yeah, that's you gonna know, be great. The coach uh Travis is, you know, from here as well, so that helps that you have someone local. Yeah, I'm, I met him has, once. Yeah. I met him once. Didn't get to talk to him a whole lot, but he seems like a cool customer. Yeah, high energy. Really, cool. is going to do really yeah. well. So I'm, I'm curious too. I mean, it's, you know, it's jumping down here. Yeah, it's jumping down here. Right. So when you are not, I mean, you are tasked out a lot. I mean, some people have an office and they're in their office, and every now and then, you know, they're they they go somewhere. I look, you're in your office one minute. And you're gone, right? And then you're back, and I'm going, wow, this is a very busy man. Well, lots of lots of moving parts all the time. That's good. Well, I know, you, and you look good because I guess you're sitting here. The auto mall is so big, and you're right. walking between all these buildings. And we got, oh my God, see Ford, we got Chevy, GM, Mopar, and uh, and the thing is, they we're here in the Fiat building, right? And that's where your <laughs> that's where our offices is. Yes, uh, so we kind of took it over. Uh, we do have a couple of Al- uh, Alfa Romeos on the showroom floor, but uh, we thought this was a centralized place where we can house everybody, have a good display in the front, and it's worked. Yeah, so if you're if you're in the West Laco area and you drop by the Payne Auto Mall, look for the Alfa Romeo Fiat building, and you'll see you'll see. Uh, I didn't know Fiat made big trucks and big vans. Right, also, exactly. you look at the logo and it's like, oh, it's yeah. Ram. Oh, it's this and that. So this is the place to go. Right. I'm telling you what it's. And you grew up down here. Now, yep. I graduated high school in the mid-90s. Okay. And um, I went to California for a little bit in Army and came back. And it's kind of weird coming back home right. after being gone. And you, you went up to Austin. What's that slogan? Keep Austin weird? Yeah. And you survived. Yes. And you said seven years up there? Yeah. Oh, my God. Show me your scars. No, I'm, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but, it was a little bit different then. No joke. And, and now watching it blow up in its sure. own right with technology and Google and all that. Right. Down here in the Valley, we've got construction, healthcare industry. That's big, especially right. for y'all, commercial sure. and fleet. What uh, What do you foresee on the horizon as far as like how commercial and fleet is going to be tied in to like these smaller businesses? Because I know like, uh, well, you have your independent drivers that do the lift and ride share mm-hmm. stuff. And I know that's, you know, that's an independent. Right. And nobody has a ride share fleet. Sure. And and which is kind of taking the taxi thing out, out of it, a traditional yellow cab. Oh, I think you know the home, um, the medical industry will be driving, like home force, health, home health, uh, doctors, pharmaceuticals. Um, oh, geez, any anything dealing with the um, medical industry mm-hmm. uh, is is just going to continue to boom down here. Oh, and yep. with our southern neighbors too, with right. Michaela's down. Michaela right. Door is the uh, manufacturing just across the river there. That's right. That's, I mean, do, do y'all's y'all's vehicles? They're international too. They can be. That's usually up to the end user. Yeah. Um, but they uh, they they can be, you know, transported back and forth, especially under different parameters. Yeah, um, I know the I don't know the laws and regulations behind all. You that can, business. but you can't go very far. Yeah, I got okay. I was curious because I'm. I haven't been down there in a while. If you run within 10 miles of it, you usually don't give a hard time. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. On, on that part. So what do you think is on the horizon for South Texas itself? I mean, we've got SpaceX, home health, and or medical. What, what do you think is next? It, you know, the uh, 
produce industry will always produce the citrus will still always be a staple or a pillar of, oh yeah ag uh, yep. uh, the ag business right will always be a pillar of our industry or everything that we do here in the valley and y'all do trucks right for that <laughs> then you're you're gonna have um your medical aspect of it the construction is i don't think will end anytime soon oh no because the growth aspect of it like you were touched on earlier where i mean we're still one of the fastest growing uh areas in the u.s oh dhr is putting up that tower right on mccall road and i turned i came out of pain uh, pre-owned edinburgh turned south on mccall i'm looking down the road and i can see right you know this tall building and that's like back in the day when people say oh the chase bank was like the right. tallest building around right and now it's like it's take we are starting to develop a skyline. Yeah. A little one. Uh, yeah, a little one. <laughs> but <laughs> that's but, okay. But we're still, getting there. Still developing one. Right. Cool. So, you know, tourism is always going to be a big that's one. That's true. Uh, especially when you know, you're tying into SpaceX, tying into the uh, the valley. I think Texas will eventually eventually legalize gambling. Oh, and really? once that industry is open, that's going to be a huge tourism pull to the valley. Wow. So we're going to see the fleet of Blackwell, Blackjack, Mobile, <laughs> mobile Gaming. No, I'm well, <laughs> it's going to, on the tourism aspect of it, I you know, you. from a rental car agencies to True. anybody else coming in here, uh, you're, you know, all the support, all the, all the other vendors that will help, mm-hmm. you know, the construction side. I mean, it's just going to be huge. And, and the residential is right. blowing up too, which means... People are going to be going to their house of worship, which means those 15 and umpteen passenger vans. Absolutely. And you're going to have all bases covered. You're going to have to grow another set of arms like an octopus to keep up with this stuff. There's plans. All right. Oh, we like growth. Oh, I love it when a plan comes together. (laughs) To quote Hannibal Smith from the A-Team. That's right. So uh, with Payne Auto Talk, it always comes up. When it it always comes up, it's part of the the deal. Uh, I'll rephrase. That's the great thing about editing and posting. <laughs> when it comes to Payne Auto Talk, now you grew up your first car, eighth grade. Right. Pontiac Firebird. Right. <laughs> Living the life. Living <laughs> the life. What now? Did it have an eight track in it? I believe. I don't even think so. I think it's just AM FM. AM FM. It may have been just AM back then. Dang. Well, I'm, yeah, I don't did, remember. Did you have a CB in it? No, no, no CB, no. boo! No, didn't no. have the CB, didn't have the mustache. No, no, Dang. no, no. I didn't. It was just uh, drive around, get to baseball practice, and back. But that's cool, man. And what? What's the now? Katie, yes, your, your oldest. She plays a lot of contemporary uh, kind of country pop. And yeah, just country, mostly pop. Um, can sing anything classical. Uh, she's got a unique voice. She's a she sophomore. Does. Sophomore in in college right now so we're super proud of her mm-hmm. and we have a sophomore in high school at Mackay and an eighth grader at morris and they're all musically inclined a all, little bit my little bit. molly not so much the middle one mm-hmm. uh she's more our sports head okay so gotcha. she, she's she's the athlete of the bunch for the most part and uh katie and abby are more musically inclined so the music you grew up with like at home, do they listen to that stuff now since it's vintage or classical? Or uh, absolutely. Every, every day we either have Fleetwood Mac going. We had Chicago uh, Saturday in the park playing this morning on the way to school. Wow. Uh, and this is the kids that, you know, play it on their playlist. Oh, thank God. I mean, it's 
Yeah, it's it's a, it's a retro. It's like I remember this song. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what, my I'll, my kids they said, oh, this is a song. What's it called? The band's called Yacht Club. Y O T yeah. Club. And when I heard it, I went, oh, that's the Smiths. Right. Or this is some '90s alternative band. I, I've heard that. This is from the '80s. This is the Cure. And they go, no, Dad, this is new. Yeah. So it's it's nice that there's a, a bit of a throwback, but to get your kids listening to the music you grew up with, that's awesome. Oh yeah, no they. They do that on their own. Their favorite show recently is Daisy Jones and the Six. I don't know if you've Mm-mm. heard of them, read the book. It's a it's a good show. It's on either Netflix or Prime, one of those. But it's uh, loosely based on uh, Fleetwood Mac, the band. Oh, cool. So it kind of tra- travels them. They're, uh, they're a 70s band that goes through all the 70s things. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. It's good. You, you would like it because you like that oh, gen- yeah. genre I'll, of music. Like I tell people, bell bottoms and mullets are back oh, in. Oh, it's, it's all in. And and, pa- and Pontiac is gone. It, yeah. it burns my soul. Yeah. there You would you, like it. Because you could get your Firebird back, man. That's right. I'll tell you what, you need to work on that. <laughs> so what did you grow up listening to in the house? What did your folks listen to and it kind of... Um, uh, well, they were they were seventies, sixties, and seventies. Okay, that type of stuff and like that, the psychedelic rock. Or no, the pop stuff? no, no, no. It was Barry Manilow and oh. stuff like that. You know, um, Mr. Burt Bacharach. Right, you got you. Um, then mine was I was into heavy metal. As yeah, a kid. all right. Like I was like metal. early metal, like British uh, Steel, Judas Priest, or started with Judas Priest. Had uh, Metallica was older, Iron Maiden, uh, <laughs> so it was pretty heavy <laughs> at maiden. the time. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Well, so. that's both Maiden and and so metal. Dokken, Def Leppard on the early early years. early stuff. Yeah, yeah. Back when Rick Allen was yeah. yeah. So you know stuff like that. Cool. And and has your taste changed? Or? Oh yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I'll listen to it if it comes on the radio. Uh, yeah, I'm old now, so I just listen to talk radio uh, for the most part, and then <laughs> Me too. it's usually sports. So um, that or some talk radio. Um, I do a lot of podcasts just because I commute, and um, yeah, country. I always I always listen to country. I'm not a huge fan of the current country scene. Oh, the so it's I call it new country in you, and it has them two dots right. over the top of it. Yeah, or the the hick hop. I'm, yeah. I'm more of a traditional. Yay! When it, I hear on Pain Auto Talk, mm-hmm. I um, it always uh, comes up, and this is part of what I do. Being the musician, the Pied Piper singing cowboy of Pain Auto Group, I give our wonderful guest their choice to something I can play for them, a tribute to some of their favorite music, some favorite artist or favorite song I can play. Well, going back to like the kids, they listen to a lot of Fleetwood Mac now, so anything there. Or going back to my early college days, Garth Brooks, uh, Friends in Low Places is always a good go-to. Cool. Friends in Low Places, Garth Brooks. What else we got? I see. Uh, I might have done that on a previous podcast, but right. I'll, I'll have to That's go right. back to the... Uh, I'm a big pack. I'm a big Texas country scene. Yeah, let's... Yeah. So I love got? Jerry Jeff, anything by Jerry Jeff. I love Pat Green. Yeah. Corey Morrow. I mean, he's, a, he's really good. Yeah, I've opened for Corey, and he was cool. Yeah, cool guy. He, he's I met him a couple of times. He's yeah. a good guy. Shout out to JJ Soto after 
played guitar for him and Fowler. Right. So, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah so the Texas country thing, I can definitely lean on that. So we'll go ahead and Robert we'll O'Keen, R.E.K. is always great, too. You know what? This is like the second or third time everybody wants R.E.K., so I'm going to have to kick it out. You're going to have to. I'm going to have to. And I know our previous uh, guest, Ryan Vaughn, I, I, I did a couple of songs because he just kept hitting it right on, the, right on the head. And I'm like, all right, all right. And it took a little while to get that one out. But I will definitely, you know what, I'll... For you, I'll do too. There you I'll, go. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get some of that out and uh, an REK, and I know Ryan, uh, Ryan's going to be all, "Hey, what did yeah. you do?" I said, "I'll, I'll get back to you. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll follow up with him." So we'll get that out for sure. We'll get that out right now. Cool. All right, Mister Blackwell. We don't own the rights to this song, but Mister Corey Morrow sure does. <laughs> Carolina Taking that hard rough road I'm going to circle that river of Jordan Cause I want to see where it flows 21 days on the road Wondering where we're Gonna go from here 21 days on the road I'd go home But my home's right here I'm waking up on the sidewalk Next to some place that I've never seen Well I hope that the people come to see us And I hope they fall in love with me Yeah, yeah, yeah 21 days on the road Wondering where we're gonna go from here 21 days on the road I'd go home, but my home's right here. Texas by tonight, yeah, yeah. 21 days on the road. Wondering where we're gonna go from here. 21 days on the road. I'd go home, but my home's right here. 21 days on the Wondering where we're gonna go from here 21 days on the road I'd go home, but my home's right here 
All righty, Mr. Blackwell, we don't own the rights to this song, but Mr. Robert Earl Keen sure does. We were standing on a mountaintop Where the cactus flowers grow I was wishing that the world would stop When you said we'd better go We took a rowboat across the Rio Grande Captain Pablo was our guide For two dollars and a weathered hand He rode us to the other side We were dreaming like the end was not in sight And we dreamed all afternoon We asked the world to wait So we could celebrate A gringo honeymoon We stepped out onto the golden sand The sun was high and burning down Rented donkeys from an old blind man Settled up and rode into town Tied the donkeys to an ironwood tree On the street where children play We went in the first place that we could see Serving cold beer in the shade We were drinking like the end was not in sight And we drank all afternoon We asked the world to wait so we could celebrate A gringo honeymoon Met a cowboy who said that he Was running from the DEA He left his home and wife and family When he made his getaway We followed him on down a street of dust To his one-room rundown shack He blew a smoke ring and he smiled at us Said I ain't never going back We were flying like the end was not in sight And we saw it all afternoon We asked the world to wait so we could celebrate A gringo honeymoon He said there's one last place that you should go He took us to the town's best bar He knew a crusty caballero Who played an old gut string guitar And he sang just like Marty Robbins could 
played like no one I've ever known For a while we knew that life was good And it was ours to take on back home We were singing like the end was not in sight And we sang all afternoon We asked the world to wait So we could celebrate A gringo honeymoon We were standing on a mountain top Where the cactus flowers grow I was wishing that the world would stop When you said we'd better go And that brings us up to another edition of Pain Auto Talk. I'm here with Mr. Craig Blackwell, the, the honcho, the tip of the spear, the man to see when it comes to commercial and fleet vehicles, from the smallest of small to the biggest of big and all models and makes and types in between. Come see him here at Payne Commercial and Fleet here in Wessico, Texas. And don't forget, from Brownsville to Rio Grande City, we've got you covered for your business. Mr. Blackwell, is there anything you'd like to say in closing? Floor is yours. Nope. Thank you very much for your time, Chris. And come see us here at the Payne Auto Group. You got it. Well, I tell you what, he's got to get back to it. So once again, thank you to Mr. Blackwell. And of course, I will say our COO, Austin Payne. Thank you for letting us use the other office in here. A lot of cool stuff in here. Fish on the wall airplanes and stuff this is a real little chunk of south texas right here a little chunk of heaven climate controlled and wonderful always a good time at pain auto group with our employees our guests and everyone else in between once again chris marshall of the pain street team brought to you by painautogroup.com the home of pain auto talk and we're out of here we'll see you on the next go around we are gone 